0: Co-worker of yours.
1: We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with Charlie Long. And on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, President and CEO of the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation, Jay Cicero. Jay, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon.
2: Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you having me on. I'm really interested to see that mountain property you have down on the bayou.
1: Man, listen, if you want to buy it, Jay, I'll cut you a good deal. <laughs> A real not good bad. one. I got property, but not mountain front of property. <laughs> uh, Jay, um, I think you always learn when you go somewhere uh, about something. And so I'll throw you this first, and going to the Vegas and seeing what happened there. We had on the Lieutenant Governor Billy Nunnemaker, and <laughs> Billy was. I spent an hour headed from my hotel to where they were doing the festivities. Man, He's you know, and that's the great thing about New Orleans. A lot of it is in walking distance. If you wanted to leave one place and go eat somewhere or go to a nightclub, whatever, everything's in walking distance. But did you learn a thing or two about maybe how to make the experience better by how Las Vegas did it?
2: Well, you know, you always learn something from – uh, these Super Bowl or other major event host cities. Sometimes it's uh, ideas of what can work in New Orleans and sometimes it's ideas of how to do things better. I, I think that um, I think uh, the Lieutenant Governor Nungesser's point is that the traffic was was pretty bad there uh, especially when it came to uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. and And so spending the Majority of our time trying to get from one place to the other, which, you know, if if you could walk it, that's great. Uh, and it would take you an hour to walk from from one spot to the other. Or you'd spend an hour and 20 in the car. So, you know, actually, Las Vegas did a, did a, did a good job for their first time uh, in hosting. But I think in New Orleans, we're used to crowds uh, like that. We're used to traffic control. Uh, this proved it this past uh, weekend. With Mardi Gras parades, and we're and we're used to these types of of um, of major events that uh, cause these types of issues. So, uh, I think our 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 biggest plan number one is to make sure that we have the traffic moving uh, downtown.
1: Jay, kind of behind the scenes, maybe explain to everybody what goes behind setting this all up for a bid to get a Super Bowl. Okay, landing it is one thing. What people don't get is all the man time hours you guys put in and working with so many different groups to get a Super Bowl here in New Orleans. And the economic impact is unbelievable. I say this all the time to Bobby, like, you know, for when we have Manning Passing Academy on the bayou because mm-hmm. I still live there. There's not a hotel, motel, nothing, uh, bed and breakfast that you can find anywhere. They got people staying in New Orleans, uh, okay, because of the fact they can't find anything locally. And it's vice versa, so to speak, for the Super Bowl, where they got people – That's out in the Bayou country. Okay, I got a hotel, motel. I'll stay at a bed and breakfast out on the Bayou, and I'll drive in. I'll take that hour drive uh, to get to New Orleans. I'll go on the Mississippi Gulf Coast also is another spot. But kind of behind the scenes, what it is to set this up for not also landing it, but just to bid on it.
2: Well, you know that's a very interesting question. I mean, most you're right. Most people are very interested. Uh, are, are always just interested. No, in, oh, we got the Super Bowl because we have the Superdome, the Caesar Superdome, and we got these hotels, and we have the French Quarter, and people love to come to New Orleans. Well, it is a, it is a business proposition, and it has been for the past 20 years. Um, and what basically we have to do is we have to work with the NFL. Uh, and New Orleans and & Company and the Convention Center and ASM Global and the state of Louisiana and the city of New Orleans and all of our other partners to figure out what year we have the hotel and, and facility availability and the capacity to, uh, to, to host a Super Bowl. And then we have to work with the Saints to, uh, and Mrs. Benson to, to lobby the owners to uh, get, the, uh, uh, get the staff to, to, to work with us for a bid for, the, for that particular year. And we have to do it further out because New Orleans is a very popular, popular city for conventions, for special events, uh, for festivals, et cetera. And so having uh, the ability to hold on to hotel rooms, sometimes when they're doing a bid process that's only three or four years out, uh, you know, we, we sometimes lose those hotel rooms to other events that are, that are booking ahead of a, of, of a major bid. But, you know, we have to evaluate the bid specifications and the requirements right, to work with the staff of the NFL to figure out, where, okay, what are, they, what are they seeking here? And how can we provide what they're looking for um, in a way that doesn't cost as much as other cities, but it provides a better product? Than other cities, and that's where our experience of our staff and our board of directors and the saints all come into play. We we really work hard at at delivering a, a, a bid that's very competitive with other cities, but is less expensive for us to do than other cities because we don't have the Fortune 500 companies in Louisiana that that a Texas has or uh, uh, Arizona or California. Uh, you know, Georgia, Florida. I mean, we're competing against the big boys when it comes to these events. And so, if uh, if all the bid specs work out, uh, and we put together a budget and say, how much is this going to cost us to 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 do, and to provide these these um, these uh, requirements to the NFL, and, and how we're going to raise the money to do it. And so, it's usually a combination of public funds and private private fundraising that we're that we're uh, uh, charged with with doing for uh, a Super Bowl, and this time is no different. Over twenty million dollars we have to raise uh, in order to fulfill all the obligations in the bid. And uh, if if all that works out in the bid process, then we we asked Mrs. Benson to pro- to pitch the owners, and she made a beautiful pitch to the owners back in 2018 and we were awarded actually 2024 <laughs> and uh which would have been this past weekend and or at all back Bacchus Sunday so but it's actually originally a, the year the week before and uh when the NFL expanded from 16 to 17 regular season games it, it pushed us to uh the second weekend of Mardi Gras which is the only thing bigger in in New Orleans than Super Bowl is Mardi Gras so we had, we had anticipated it could happen when they, when they were in the midst of their negotiations. So we put in a, a paragraph in our contract with the NFL that basically said if the results of the collective bargaining agreement uh, resulted in a, uh, a direct conflict with uh, the second weekend of Mardi Gras, then the NFL would award New Orleans the, the next available Super Bowl. And so we basically saved the Super Bowl from moving into to another city and were able to keep it here in New Orleans, but had to move it from 24 to 25.
1: What will be different from, say, now until Super Bowl Sunday inside the dome? We've seen some changes bigger elevators. I know for all of us in the media, we we all for that. Uh, You can fit more than three or four in the elevator now, so we uh, we all good with that part. But uh, from the Superdome itself, we see so many different changes that has happened inside. But from, say, today up until Super Bowl Sunday, and a lot of people who have went to Saints games have seen those changes. But any new changes across the board that would affect Super Bowl Sunday?
2: Well, I think it's it's big changes, but there, I don't know if you would consider them anything uh, new from what you saw uh, last Saints season. Only half of the building was done uh, and renovated for for the Saints season this past uh, this past year, and the other half is being renovated right now, and it's supposed to be finished uh, before uh, Essence Festival moves in in mid in mid June. So. Uh, You know, like you said, more elevators, more escalators, uh, more exit stairwells, uh, three new entries uh, to the dome, the dome on the corner entries, wider concourses, which if you've been to a crowded event at the Superdome, the Mm -hmm. concourses are pretty thin, Uh, a lot more food and beverage options and availability because of the wider concourses and being able to move people in and out and just Having a lot more areas for for folks to move around and be a part of the be a part of the experience at the dome. So at the men's final four uh, a couple of years ago, if you were there, you know they have all those extra seats that are brought into the yeah. lower bowl. When when that lower bowl empties, that plaza level concourse was jam tight, and uh, they were selling beer left and right. But it was it was jam tight, and and for these for these types of events that bring in 70,000 people or more. And those that may not be familiar with the Superdome, the renovations of the Superdome are, are, are going to be wonderful. And so you add that to the Saints, you know, keeping the Saints competitive and keeping them here uh, in the in the state of Louisiana with these renovations, I think that's a winner all the way around.
1: Uh, it's just the times we live in, Jay, the security part, because you know, we get asked about it a lot. And that's sort of behind the scenes. uh Those sort of things happen when you have a big event and that many people that spotlight on a city uh, at that particular time. And and that's also part of what you're working with, too, because uh, for people today, uh, you know, what happened yesterday is one thing, but we see it all across our, our nation today. It's just the society. Uh, that we live in and the world we live in today but that's also a part of making sure that the city is safe as as safe as it can be for tourists to come here and also for people that live here locally that have tickets and buy tickets for the Super Bowl
2: absolutely you know it is it is security and and security planning and safe public safety is is of the utmost importance uh, to not only the us as a uh, Super Bowl host committee and Sports Foundation but to the New Orleans Saints uh, to the city to NOPD to, uh, and, and the NFL the NFL has a very thorough security uh, plan for each host city and they work with local authorities to uh, to put together uh, the plan for not only the facility that which would be the Caesar Superdome here but for the Convention Center public safety all around the city and any special events and um, And so, uh, you know, NOPD is some of the best special event uh, security and most experienced special event security in the world. Uh, Given the amount of events that happen in New Orleans, uh, Mardi Gras included uh, and and, and everything else that all the festivals and, and and events that happen here. So, you know, we're very fortunate to have that type of experience and people who take pride in what they do uh, for these, for these major events. And, you know, I say Super Bowl is so different than any other one, any other major event, because it, it's the one that really pulls everyone together, and everybody's so focused and so um, uh, advanced on what they're what they're uh, working on, that uh, it gives you a lot of pride uh, for not only our citizens but our police department and all the look it's the state police, the Jefferson Joe Lepinto and, and Jefferson Parish. His group, the Orleans Parish Sheriff's Department, and all the jurisdictions of security around, you know, the state are going to be uh, here in New Orleans, much like they do for Mardi Gras, and and so the planning is, you know, the, the is is the key part of this, and the specifics that are surrounding, uh, you know, the entry and the exit for not only fans but VIPs and sponsors and hospitality groups. That, that are um, uh, at the superdome are are as important for as as protecting our our citizens on a daily basis here so we're hopeful this this will lead to even more success uh, for other events coming to new orleans and and show the rest of the world that new orleans is still on top of its game
1: the other thing too and it just popped in my head of the airport (laughs) you saw all those private planes in and out in Las Vegas, trying to get in some of them coming in maybe Thursday or Friday, some coming in the day of the game. And that puts a lot of stress, too, on on an airport to have that much traffic all in a short period of time, along with all the flights coming in.
2: That That's absolutely true. And so, you know, we have several uh, FBOs here, uh, uh, you know, leg front. And there's one out of uh, Louis Armstrong, or a couple out of Louis Armstrong, and there's there's one in Hammond, and, and of course Baton Rouge, and and all over, and all of them will be used, and all of them will be maxed out. Um, and there's there are some planes that we we heard in, in Las Vegas that will that will land, drop off their passengers, and take off, and go somewhere on game day, <laughs> and come back to pick them up because there's not enough space to park them. Um, and so it is a it is and that's why the economic impact is so high for Super Bowl. It is a very high corporate attended event, and that's the, that's what's different about it than say the final four the final four is one of my favorite events of all time because it's the fans that make yeah. up eighty percent of the fan uh, the, the attendees and the, from the four schools that make up eighty percent of the attendees for a final four, but for Super Bowl, it is a corporate partner they're entertaining these corporations entertain their top 100, 150 people from around the world, and they want to impress them. And so people's jobs are riding on that weekend, and the um, and they need to perform and do extremely well.
1: Jay, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Really appreciate it. You guys do an unbelievable job, and people wouldn't get how much time and effort it takes to land the Super Bowl. And you know, if a team gets a you know a, a new stadium is one thing, but you guys, what you've done to the Superdome and everything else to get this to land this Super Bowl—you guys have done an unbelievable job.
2: Well, we thank you. It's our—it's our record-tying 11th Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, as Las Vegas just hosted their first, so we have a 54-year head start on them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's pretty good, Jay. That's almost as good as uh, when I'm invite you to come ski at that mountain front property behind my house on the bay. <laughs> Can't wait. All right, thank you, Jay. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, Mike. All right. Jay Cicero, president and CEO of the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation.